this is PBE Daily Early Mornings and Late Night Podcast. My name is Point Blanky Vumbi. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen in. I had a great time a couple of days was spent really either doing a gig or doing relaxation since it's december the festive season comes with a lot of engagements in regards to the kind of concerts that require hosts to actually appear and this is one of those few moments like few slivers in time where i'm asked for more pop events than anything else because initially when it came to this time of the year you'd get calls from say corporate companies were shutting down their offices and you get to host their end-year parties and stuff like that but as it stands right now i think in in many cases there's probably not much to celebrate in corporate spaces i mean i couldn't tell because i don't know the whole game of profit margins i hope to actually get to understand what those words actually mean because i've been i've been hearing them time and again ever since i was a kid and be it in the movies wall street money never sleeps all the way to (laughs) any other film that would come out thereafter but i've always been super curious and very very interested in the intricacies of how the corporate world functions if anything when it comes to my mind outside of making the few coins i'm making right now um it's when i get a, a few checks here and there it's start planning for maybe a holiday here a holiday there uh, i'm already prepping to have a meeting on on the 2nd of january so you can tell that i'm already on full force work mode as we as we continue and my intentions are to actually be willing to learn from every single step that i've actually taken this year in bettering what next year was going to become. I'm really aiming at changing my execution of preparedness. I've, I've even talked to people who I truly believe are going to be the backbone of what 2020 holds, be it in the first quarter or all the way to the end of the year. And it's because I feel the best way to serve an industry that demands undivided attention is to actually play the part that requires you to really fulfill as many things as possible be it in the obligations of what you create or be it in the obligations of who you partner with to help them create their vision i even spent the the last night talking to my pop i mean the reason for his calling was to let me know that there's stuff i could go pick up from home to help with my place because i think the thing the thing i love about my parents is they put uh, if they have excesses, they'll hit all all of us, me and all my siblings, and just ask us to come pick up some of those excesses to put in our homes to feed ourselves so that we don't have to live way beyond our means. And I love that about parents because when they do that kind of thing, it just makes me, it, it warms my heart. It just makes me very, very happy. And even in that conversation, we started talking about how uh, the kind of things I try to do in my life, the kind of successes I try to create in my life and how I'd like to better the way I do things in my entire existence. And the the beautiful thing about it all is my pop is always the first to tell me when he feels that I, I may be wronged. And if I explain myself and I make it clear that I know what's happening, he gets comfortable and he actually knows that he raised me right. So I, it's, it's one of the things I'm glad about when me and him have conversations. And it's all thanks to a piece of work that uh, I did uh, with the company I consult for and when he saw the work you could see that that which I was telling him years ago that it can come to life he saw the fulfillment of that idea and fulfillment of that actual perception because practicality is how the game is played and because of that practicality is actually one of the reasons why after the conversation with my pap having dinner and being chill because today was relaxation day thanks to the fact that I, I I rocked a club on Friday night and when I finished the Friday night gig here's the weird thing I did I didn't go straight home I spent time with a couple of friends and after spending time with a couple of friends I was torn between do I get junk food or do I just find a place that I should actually pick up something to cook and I went with the latter ladies and gentlemen I did a gig an entire night finished the gig that night went into a supermarket bought 
seven pieces of chicken made all seven pieces of chicken with some white rice put that to the side i ate that had me some gin uh, gin and juice slept leftovers from that became what i had for dinner and the whole day was best served that way and i sat back on saturday night and i just looked into my monitor and i watched a movie that literally is the reason why i'm making this episode right now i watched dr sleep and that movie was amazing if i cannot say it enough let me say it again that movie is the truth for for those who are not uh, better acquainted with what the idea of this is the movie the shining was a movie that was done by a book from a book by stephen king years ago it actually came out in 1980 and when the movie was put out a lot of the readers of the book the shining did not get to actually say that they enjoyed the movie per se because as is tradition you don't get a book directly translated into how it's going to be put out into the market a lot of stuff gets edited because to make something happen for a format of one hour 30 minutes or two hours it really requires that you trim the edges of certain pieces because i right thereafter and this is last year i, I listened to actually not not last year this year we're almost out of the year and i'm already considering it a dead year i apologize for that when i was li- listening to the audiobook of the shining there was so much that they cut out and i and i know that they made a tv series i haven't looked for it i haven't sorted it out but maybe maybe i should but when they trimmed the edges to make the story that would actually work perfectly i think they did good it, it i really enjoyed the shining and when i heard about the movie dr sleep now the shining before i move too far i know I'm, I'm going i'm getting way ahead of myself stanley kubrick i think he did a good job on the shining the, the, the way the story was translated the way the story was told it was really clear and if you go through the book he literally just picked one snippet of the story and concentrated on that snippet there are certain parts of the story he didn't really explain but i think they didn't get really the time to really do it and in hollywood in those days i think there was a, a big stronghold on how certain stories could be told right but then it's why i'm actually happy about the movie dr sleep now dr sleep came out um i believe it's a few months ago if i'm not mistaken uh probably on the 30th of october i think it came out on the 30th of october and in that period it's actually made such an impact in, in in the curiosities of the people who love stephen king's work because i until i saw certain words in the trailer i couldn't tell if it was related because i didn't know there was a follow-up book but i'll probably need to go into the archives of audiobooks that i'm listening to and find that that book because it really 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 was a great movie and uh, i'll say this Mike Flanagan, you are the truth. Props to what you did. Stephen King, I think firmly it is safe to say with this movie, you feel redeemed. I think. I'm, I haven't watched or read reviews of your take on the new movie, but I love what they did. The callbacks, the, the few pseudo moments where you think it, it looks like a recreation of that which existed before. The way the... the the overlook was 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 recreated in this new movie and and it was humanized and it was actually given the the the, the tie-in to to the people themselves now an extension of how this tale comes to me sorry about that i think i just popped the voice really high that time now this is the extension i got as far as this story is concerned um the shine is what they call this ability for you to reach into the minds or 
project ideas into another person's mind you just tell them something without having to use your lips and it's one of those interesting things in in myth or in fact i don't know if it's actually something that's actually true but the talent of a shine they call it the shine when you have that ability to actually project ideas into somebody's head or to walk into somebody's head stuff like that and the thing i love about it is i've always been curious to see if it's possible to do that i used to be that creepy kid who sat in the corner and would look at someone in a certain corner of the room and try say their name without saying it out loud to see if they're going to turn around now it may still remain in my head but i think once or twice i've done that and there's another one i try where it's it, it this this is gonna be bad it's it's really gonna be bad i will think in fantasy of somebody i'm attracted to and as i think it and this is where it gets creepy I'll project their name or I'll say their name hoping for them to think a physical thing like a fantasy thing but I want it to be tied to who I am now the thing that makes me think that probably that was something that actually came into fruition is when I did that 10 minutes after I did that the last time that happened to me that person who I was thinking of called me so either I did that or the stars just aligned and then somebody wanted to talk to me at that specific time it's either or but i would love the idea of being able to project my mind into somebody else's mind and project my ideas into somebody else's ideas because maybe it would cut out the fact that is having a bureaucracy you have to go through to make money as far as making any production come to life or it would actually cut the middleman of having somebody not understand what kind of person you want to be to them in a relationship because even the sit-downs i have trying to explain my understanding of relationships have never really worked to my advantage so the idea of a shining has always been super super cool to me and when i saw this movie it it really reminded me of another Stephen King book that I think people could actually truly enjoy. It's a book called The Dead Zone. If you get the chance, The Dead Zone is another, is another Stephen King book of a man who he was in an accident and he could actually see his accident coming. He, but he could actually tell and, and see into the past and tell you about things where you, like say where you kept something or if somebody's about to be sick or if something's about to burn down, that kind of thing. So The Shining and The, the Dead Zone, I think that that's closely related. And the movie, the reason why I say the movie Dr. Sleep is redemption for, for Stephen King is for the readers of the book, spoiler alert, anything that you felt that, that could have been done in the in the first movie they used that it literally became a stockade of information to be used into the present and into this new movie it's almost as if stephen king found a way and found a a director or found people who approached him and they told him about the ideas they have for his tales and the ideas that they have for his tales they, they went okay there was all this that wasn't used i feel i could fulfill that which was your vision and I could use everything that is still tied to that movie, even though you may not be happy with it, or if you are happy with it, we can redeem this in the present. We can get that done. And it's actually one of the things where I'm really curious to see um, the Watchmen series that that is on HBO currently. And the reason I haven't started watching it is because I haven't found the time. And maybe the last two weeks, once we close shop in the office, maybe those last two weeks I will find time to actually be watching something in the evenings. Because there's there's... Uh, uh, two partnership books that I need to finally draw them. One of them is it, it has a lot of it, it kind of bugs me that 
I get inquired about too much about it. The other, the, the, the author of the book, is willing to sit down and, and better educate me on how to do it. So I, I'm torn. But in the end, all that is going to get done. I mean, even as, as I sit here today, there's some things I want to make as far as corrections go so, as some, so one book can actually go out. And when I think about how the integrity of a story must be maintained, it takes me back to the conversation I mentioned that I had with my father. And I've always been curious about adventure stories and tra trying to tell those kinds of stories. And when I think of those things, I'll always come back to why I like certain writers and, write, and uh, why I like certain ideas. And I even intend to do an episode of explaining or even being curious enough to explain and think through as I talk of why I find it hard to write my stories past a certain point. I mean, it's great when you have those high moments where you see a guy doing this, a guy doing that, but how to move it from that to something else, it's the difficult part. The whole moving past the boring parts, and when I say the boring parts is when things are mellow and things are relaxed. I would like to find a way where a story can stay engaging and still have you on edge and it still works perfectly. I want to be able to find that balance. If I am able to find it in the next couple of weeks, I'll make a point of actually fulfilling every last step of that. <laughs> um, I think I'm, I'm in a better position of thinking as far as that. Even the planning I'm trying to do for the future has been better served because of these new curiosities and to watch certain movies come out and to see them actually do such a great job of fulfilling that which was the vision inside, I am very, very happy about that. And here's another thing I'd like to put out there. Stephen King's books, I, I think, are thrillers. They're not horrors, they're thrillers. H horror type directors touch them and they have that horrific element. I mean, granted, the only way I can counter my fear of, of horrors is sometimes watching them in the light, guilty as charged, or being able to watch and listen f to what they're going to do audibly because there's moments where you can tell a jump scare is coming simply by how the volume keeps on disappearing and how it keeps on coming back. I mean, I mean, I watched The Conjuring and, and I watched all the movies that came from that and I, I like how there's genuine horrific moments I had in the, when I was watching that movie and I reacted accordingly and it was really cool for me to actually experience that. In another situation when I think about now, how I write the stories that I write and I'm also curious to write horrific stories. That's why I made a couple of episodes back. There's a two-parter I did called Tale, The Tale. Uh, if you can, please give it a listen. In fact, The Tale Part 1 is one of the my, my most listened episodes. I think it's top four my most listened episodes on this podcast. And it was one way of me to, to be curious about how to tell narrative because I do have a curiosity to make audiobooks. And I'd like to go into that. I'd like to write prose also because I was told about an app that I still haven't dived into. And that app will give me the chance to actually tell more stories and I, I want to use all these outlets and i want to have products on all these outlets that are separate from each other and i think to a great extent it would it would better serve the world if i actually do that because my curiosities continue to grow and they continue to be excessive but i'm not afraid of the opportunity to actually make great things come to life and to make great things continue to be in the fore and even in my take of how the, the world has presented itself to me in entertainment and me wanting to be a part of that particular entertainment, this is quite, it's, it's truly the time to be alive and be able to make these questions come to life. So I'll say this, Dr. Sleep, I, it, it gave me the same feeling that I got from the movie It and its sequel. 
but Dr. Sleep won a little bit more. I'll have to give him more props. The, the, my man Flanagan came through on that one. So <laughs> if you were to ever watch a Stephen King movie that's a sequel to a movie that came out way before, I'd strongly suggest watch Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep is so dope, I'm debating rewatching it right now. I have work to do, but I wanna rewatch that freaking movie. It was a beautiful movie, aesthetically, visually, even the tricks they put in place. And it may f sound a bit biased, but the fact that the hero of the entire story was a little girl, it was a little African girl. On the same weekend that I found out, also Miss World is an African girl. It's, it's, it's just beautiful, man. I don't know. I'm trying to find a way to actually sound politically correct or to, or to sound like I'm not excited about or I'm not ecstatic about these things. But I am. I truly am. I'm seeing movies finally come and make stories that actually fit a great format of actually executing things perfectly because with so many outlets to actually release movies now a director cannot just decide to go haywire a production company cannot just decide to go haywire because they have no choice but to deal with the present which is i could go anywhere and make my story come to life it's not even a math issue it's a platform issue where am i going to get the most response it's beautiful to see I'm one of those failed guys who I don't, I don't really get the time to go to the box office and watch certain movies. And because I haven't watched that, some of these movies in the box office, it it it, it probably means that I've either, either been bogging myself down for too long or you just haven't given me the inflection to want to go into the cinema and watch a movie. And I'm, I'm certain that will return to how it's supposed to be because I've always loved watching a film in the theater. And... It has to be a film that actually requires me to really take myself out and actually get to enjoy that movie as best as I can. But the, pr the small premises that exist in the Stephen King stories and how he finds his stories. And I think I've been talking about Stephen King a lot. Now, in one of these podcasts, I'm going to talk about the influence that I now have thanks to John Grisham. Now, both characters, as far as these authors are concerned, they have ways of writing that actually still engage me because to me Stephen King is like watching a TV show or a thrilling show or a horrific film uh, John Grisham to me is it reminds me of the days I used to enjoy watching shows like LA Law, Law and Order The Practice uh, Shark, the, the, the Shark and all these things like the, those type of shows are given the space that they require when it comes to John Grisham so I'm, my audiobook listenership has become the caveat or should I say the the cop-out I have for the kind of things I'd like to enjoy that I would have watched when I was, te it was televised. I've literally taken myself back to the 1940s and 1950s where I'm listening to War of the Worlds and I'm panicking about what the world looks like and it kind of feels wrong but I'm quite okay with that because I feel the only way I could better make stories is if I find out a way where I could tell stories in the 21st century that better serve the 21st century by being fresh and even more impactful in the present because there's so much to be diagnosed and so much to be enjoyed in the current market as it is i i feel i would like to be one of the key players in that which is the future and by the future i mean the next 10 years i want to see how greatly i could better serve the entertainment world say it with me be caesar or be nothing at all 
thank you again for taking the time to actually listen to this episode the festive season is upon us you guys are taking time to be with families and those who are not you're taking time to be with your friends and those who are not doing that you're gonna get around to it and i think it's best you find a sliver of happiness that is in these dark and economically questioning times but until the next time we get to kick it peace adios take care of yourselves and as always uno